Hi everyone, welcome to this session of Tars Conversations. This is a series where we talk to people from around the world of chatbots and around the world of digital marketing to see what sorts of awesome stuff they're doing with the technology. Uh, and this week we have someone uh, really special on the call because uh, he, he uses chatbots in a very different way than a lot of our other guests. Uh, our guest today is Martin Redstone, uh, all the way from the UK. Uh, and Martin, why don't you go ahead and tell us, uh, tell us what you do and who you are, uh, because you'll probably do a better job uh, than I would of introducing yourself. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Arnav, and uh, thanks for inviting me on as well. It's uh, it's really good to uh, to talk to you and uh, uh, and have this conversation. So, thank you. Uh, my name is Martin Redstone. Um, I call myself a uh, a recruitment chatbot consultant. Um, I've been in the world of recruitment for about 15, 16 years now, but for the last three years, I've been working with recruiters. Uh, both corporate recruiters and um, staffing businesses to uh, help them use chatbots to help um, make their processes more efficient, to help automate some of the more uh, repetitive um, and mundane conversations that they're having, uh, and just to help them really make their lives uh, much easier using chatbots. Got it. Got it. Also, a little context for uh, the the people who are listening to this or watching this. We actually shot this interview a couple of weeks back um, and then the recording software, um, the recording software didn't work. So uh, we're reshooting this interview now in the middle of the pandemic. I think when we spoke last time, it was, it, everything was just starting to get, get mm. crazy. We were just starting to get, get into the work from home, into the physical distancing uh, lifestyle. But now we're in the thick of it. Um, yeah, for, for historical context, if this yeah. is looked at, you know, in the future. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. Over here in the UK, um, we're in week three of lockdown. Week three, uh, yeah. So, um, so, so uh, really interesting times, really, really interesting times, but, but certainly uh, really ripe times for, uh, for the use right. of technology. Right. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about how people are using chatbots in the recruitment space? Um, like what sorts of applications are there for for chatbots in in HR, yeah, absolutely. So, well, so first you, is, is our HR and recruitment the same industry? I am a oh, complete good not question. Space. Good question. Very good question. Let's start with that one then. So, um, so yes and no. Um, some people look at recruitment as part of HR, uh, and some people look at them as two separate entities. Um, ultimately. Um, they're both people professions, so they sit normally within organizations within the same sphere, uh, within a people type uh, department within an organization. So, yeah, absolutely. And they, they certainly overlap and they certainly uh, have a lot to do with each other. Um, and there are different applications for chatbots across both recruitment and HR as well. Uh, and we can go into that a little bit. So. Let's talk right at the beginning. You mentioned an interesting word. Tell me about the applications of chatbots. Well, actually, let's flip that around. Chatbots are great for applications. Um, when you're applying, that you see what I did there, really corny. Yeah. Um, so so um, obviously, when you think about chatbots in the world of sales and marketing, one of the biggest things is replacing forms with chatbots. Um, right. so, so actually, when you think about the recruitment process, one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest blockers to a good 
experience as a job seeker is having to fill in an application form. Right. Um, so, so one of the biggest applications of chatbots in the recruitment process is replacing application forms using a chatbot. Right. So that's the first one. So applying for jobs and that kind of goes hand in hand with searching for jobs as well. There are a lot of applications now out there where you can conversationally search for a job um, and then move straight into the application process. And really when you think about that, um, one of the things that, that's great about using uh, chat is it's like having a conversation with a recruiter or, or sort of. Right. So what, what that means is that anybody that's applying online and actually nowadays about 65, 70% of people who apply online don't get responded to. Um, you can respond to every single person that's applying online by having that conversation. Right. And that conversation can also help screen out those people. So those people won't be sitting around waiting for a response. They'll know by the end of that conversation whether right. or not they are relevant for the role. So that's the first real application of chatbots in, uh, in recruitment. Gotcha. Um, and would you say that, um, so I, what I'm understanding from this is that essentially they are used to help people find jobs uh, at a specific company or they are used to um, essentially screen them out or screen them in uh, to the job pool to make the job of the recruiter easier. A bit of both, really. Okay. Um, so that that would be the that would be kind of a larger use case is search and apply. So, okay. um, so so that's kind of what I what I talk about with that use case is search and apply or discover and apply. Some people call it. Um, so um, so you can absolutely use chatbots to both search for jobs and you can use chatbots to apply for jobs as well, which, like you said, helps with the screening of those applicants against the criteria of the role helps a recruiter speed up the process uh, and means they're not having those repetitive do you live in the right location right. are you looking for the right salary type conversations right at the beginning of the process um, so that's the first major use case absolutely now I know you mentioned that um, the primary value of chatbots in these uh, in these settings is that that they make people feel like they're actually talking to a recruiter instead of filling out a, an impersonal form, which they don't know if someone will respond or not. Um, but it, what, what is the value for the recruiter on the other end? I understand that it's improving the, th this might sound, this might sound uh, a little bit cynical of the entire process, but it seems like it's improving the, the user experience of the recruitee. But in a lot of recruiting use cases, it seems almost like the recruiter has all the leverage. Like they don't have any obligation to respond to the recruitee because it seems like the recruitee almost needs the recruiter more than the other way around. Uh, so what incentive do recruiters have to actually improve their, uh, improve their user experience for the recruiter? Is it, it is, is it accruing any value to them in a tangible way? Sure, sure. There's a lot of recruits being used in that in that question. Um, so, yeah. so, so yes. Um, so, so, so yes, absolutely. So, um, so, so, just to kind of um, clarify a point that you made, it's the conversation that that, that candidates or applicants or recruitees are having with a chatbot is not as if they were talking to a recruiter. Let's just make right. that very okay. clear. Okay. We don't try and pull the wool over their eyes. We don't say you're talking to a recruiter. They know they're talking to a chatbot. But right. we find, as you do, that the vast majority of people at the top of any funnel, whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, whether it's recruitment, are more than happy to talk to a chatbot to start with. So 
so I just want to make that clear. So, so to answer your point, there is a lot of value to a recruiter. So um, there's, a few, there's a few different value points that we look at. Firstly, and more importantly, if you've got a large number of people applying for a job and you just don't have the capacity to look through all those applications, you may be missing some really gold level people um, who would be the right fit for the job. So the first thing is, is being able to screen out applicants en masse and find the right candidates or the relevant candidates for a role. So that's the first value point. You're not missing out on good, on, on right. good people, good candidates. Um, so, so that's the first point. The second point is there is a, a large drive, especially now where um, there's a, a large number of job seekers on the market, unfortunately. Right. You have to, you, the, there's a marketing piece within recruitment called employer branding. So um, employer branding starts with, in my opinion anyway, the application process. Because if somebody applies for a job and they don't get any response and they're sitting there twiddling their thumbs, waiting for that response for days and weeks on end, they're going to tell their friends and their family. They're going to say, look, I saw this amazing job online. Um, it had me written all over it. I was perfect for the job. I applied for it and I didn't hear a thing. I wouldn't even bother going to work for that company because right. they, they should have um, shown me the, uh, the respect of replying at least, responding right. or acknowledging or what have you. So that's where the first part of employer branding starts. And that's why there's a lot of value in it from a recruiter's perspective. Um, so that's the, the, that's the second piece. The third piece is that recruiters have various metrics that they are measured against. One of those being time to hire. Um, and, and there are some people in the recruitment industry that, that look at lots of different metrics, but one of the key pieces that people still look at, it's getting a bit old as a metric, but people still look at it and still measure it, is time to hire. And what that means is how long from a job going live in terms of requesting applications through to um, getting somebody in the position and starting their job, how long does that take? Um, yeah. Now, the quicker you can speed up the start of the process, uh, by automating some of those conversations and being able to look at people en masse, the quicker you can, you, the shorter your time to hire is. So, so that's another value metric right there. And, and that um, inherently affects um, bottom line for most organizations. Gotcha. And I'm getting the sense that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm getting the sense that this, this sort of use case for chatbots is more applicable to larger companies who are recruiting people on, on mass, maybe. Um, where they're getting a lot of applications in in one go or do small businesses, medium sized businesses also uh, use recruitment chatbots? And if so, or do they have the same, do they have the same sort of value proposition? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. Um, where, where the inherent value is found within um, chatbots is where you've got a large number of people applying for, um, for roles. So, so where you've got a, a volume of people, however, there are organizations, um, large and small that are using chatbots within their recruitment process and because there's various various different scenarios that people use them within that's the the major scenario is um search and application but then you've got um use cases such as faq management so you know you get a lot of applicants asking the same questions over and over again what's the dress code can i bring a dog to the office etc 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 so being able to handle those questions using chatbot you know brings a lot of value as well it leaves recruiters to get on with the job at hand rather than fielding repetitive questions um and then the last scenario that a lot of people use um chatbots for which well not a lot of people but starting to see a lot of traction um is imagine you know, over the, over the last few years, you've had a lot of people applying for your jobs. You've got a database sitting there that has 
a lot of people, thousands of people, right? Um, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Well, one of the biggest challenges right now is is keeping that database of, of applicants active, up to date, engaged, because actually um, the best source of people when you're so so just to dial back, you know, the first thing that you should always do as a recruiter when you're when you're looking for new applicants for for a new job that you're advertising is to search your database makes makes sense because you've probably got somebody in there that can fill that job and then that speeds up the process altogether but keeping that data up to date keeping those people engaged keeping you know knowing what they're up to whether they're still in the market etc cetera, etc cetera, it's a massive undertaking uh, for any recruiter so being able to keep those people engaged and keep those uh, keep those database profiles up to date is a is an obvious task for a chatbot. Um, so being able to have regular conversations with your um, with, with with your previous applicants, keeping them warm, keeping them engaged, um, is a huge benefit because you're seeing a massive return on the data you've already got, and you're seeing an ability to then search through up to date data uh, and therefore speed up that process again. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. It actually almost sounds like recruiting is very similar to. Like you mentioned earlier, recruiting is a lot more similar to digital marketing than I would have expected. Um, like, for example, this idea of, of relying on your database to find new recruits is something in digital marketing we do as well. Even if someone's gone cold, we try to re-engage them um, mm -hmm. down the line. We try to maybe send, put them in an email marketing campaign to see if we can um, get them back somehow um, if we need it. Um, Absolutely. There, there, there are some there are some differences um now just like marketing another thing that you mentioned is 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 branding uh and nowadays a lot of people are talking about how branding is is the branding and marketing used to be treated as separate but they're now one in the same uh, and it seems seems to be a very similar case in um in recruiting so what sorts of tactics uh do do you employ to sort of get the company's voice or the company's brand through a chatbot? Uh, because I imagine it's very different than if you're on a regular landing page or a regular, regular job listing site where you have visual elements to do the job for you. Um, or I guess you do have text as well, but it's, it's a different sort of text. It's not, it's not a conversational, um, it's, it's, it's not conversational text that you need mm. to convey the brand. But, but Absolutely. And, and actually, to your point, you know, marketing and recruitment, there's, there's quite a few people now within the industry, myself included, who, um, whilst we don't agree that recruitment is marketing, um, we do agree that they are very close cousins. Um, and, and so there's a lot of crossover in terms of tactic, in terms of some of the skills, some of the processes um, needed in order to um, create interest in your brand as an employer. Um, so, so yeah, so, so talking about how we, how we do that within uh, recruitment and specifically within chatbots is really interesting because we do have um, similar concepts in the world of um, chatbot design and recruitment and chatbot design in sales and marketing. So obviously we have high intent pages, you know, and obviously within the world of um, the world of sales and marketing, if one of your prospects is on a pricing page, then the conversation within a chatbot could be something along the lines of, do you have any questions about pricing? Mm -hmm. Now, if they're on a, if, if a, if a, if a job seeker is on a page that's specifically about a job with a big apply now button, 
you know, why not have a, a, um, a call to action message, you know, from a chatbot saying, are you looking to apply for this job now? Do you have any questions about this job? So again, it's a right. very similar process when you're designing the, um, the conversational blueprint within a, um, within a career site, uh, because you have high intent pages, you have informational pages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of similarities in terms of that blueprint design. Uh, that goes on um, within the world of sales and marketing, within the world of recruitment when it comes to chatbots. Um, and, and, and actually there's, there's lots of really cool things that I've seen out there in the world of call to actions that push people into a chat um, within recruitment. So imagine, I mean, maybe not now because of lockdown, but imagine a time where you're at a careers fair um, and you, ha you, you, know, you have somebody that's really interesting. You know, maybe you have Facebook or Amazon or Apple who are, um, at, who, who are exhibiting at that careers fair. You probably have a load of graduates from a, from a local college or university that are really interested in looking at graduate roles at an employer like that. Well, think about this, you know, think about rather than standing there talking to people, taking their details down you know, and, then, and then following up with them afterwards, how about you have a QR code that people scan with their phone and it takes them straight through to a chatbot on the mobile device. So, um, so you're able to actually engage with people in a slightly different way. So we, I've done that for people. I've done texting numbers. Um, so you see them on the back of trucks and lorries uh, and vans. You know, are you interested in working for us? Email this. You're never going to remember an email um, right. address. But what if you said, you know, text us now on 818181, uh, some kind of short code. Right. And straight co coming back to their phone is, a, is an invite to take part in a chatbot conversation. We've done that as well. Um, there's lots of different ways that we can get people engaged in a um, in a recruitment-based chatbot conversation, um, depending on on their entry point. It's it seems like a lot of those a lot of those methods that you were just talking about um, they sort of they work in a world where we aren't physically distancing, where we aren't all at home. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'd be curious to know how how has I mean this is going to be a super broad question. And I'm sure you get this question a lot but for people who don't know very much about recruiting, but how has recruitment been affected by uh, the, current, the current crisis? Um, and what sorts of channels, how, what sorts of ways are recruiters using to adapt in terms of, for example, discovery channels to, to bring people in through the door, if at all, or have people just stopped recruiting altogether? Yeah, it, it's such a good question. Such a good question. Um, and, and, and there's, there's so many conversations happening around the recruitment industry in regards to the impact of, uh, of this global, uh, pandemic and, and how that is impacting the world of work. Unfortunately, we've seen a lot of organizations that have, um, that have, um, really suffered financially from this, um, from this outbreak, uh, from this pandemic. Um, and that's meant that a lot of people have lost their jobs um, and a lot of people have been furloughed. Uh, new word, nobody knew about it uh, apart, uh, you know, after, uh, uh, until a few weeks ago. Um, but what that means is that A, there are a lot more people on the market. Um, we've, we've seen some uh, really, really sad numbers coming out of most countries, the US, the UK, right. and all over the world with a number of um, newly unemployed people. Um, and we've also seen a lot of organizations that have stopped working, uh, stopped, stopped hiring because of that. However, on the flip side, we've seen a lot of organizations that have had to really ramp up their hiring because they're in industries um, that are really uh, becoming 
um, heavily relied upon, such as supermarkets, online retailers, uh, delivery companies, um, right. technology companies. You know, if you look at some of the technology that that's taken a, a real, people have become really interested in a lot of technologies because they're now working from home. So, so there's a lot of industries that have really had to ramp up their hiring significantly. Now, the interesting point to that is that those organizations that have had to ramp up their hiring now have a larger pool of people that they're having to speak to because there are a lot more people unemployed and therefore applying for jobs. So that means that actually there's a, there's, there's a, a very, it's a very right time in the recruitment industry to start utilizing chatbots in those organizations that have had to ramp up because a, they're having to deal with a lot more applicants and a lot more roles. And B, uh, with, with the same amount of recruiters in a lot of cases, and B, those recruiters, unfortunately, are becoming um, slightly unreliable, not through any choice of their own, but because A, they may be ill, B, they may be working from home, uh, where they've got to juggle the challenges of, um, of being at home, right. maybe with kids, maybe where they might not have great connectivity, et cetera, et cetera. So, so there's some interesting pieces going on. We're seeing, um, we're seeing some we're seeing changes across the spectrum from bad news to good news. Uh, so it's a really, really interesting time, really interesting time uh, within the world of recruitment and the world of work. You know, there's been a huge shift in the way that people are working, the way that people are communicating uh, and the way that people are, are hiring as well. Right. Even from my perspective, I've been working remote for some time now, but I've, I've still seen the changes around me because now my partner, for example, is always at home working in the same office, which is which is nice. Ideally, the circumstances would have been different. Um, and even within within our team, we're we're seeing we're seeing a lot of changes. I actually have a friend who um, I have a friend who just started a job in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, I'd be curious to talk to him about what it's like starting out working at a new company while in the midst of physical distancing. It's, um, it's interesting times and there are a lot of companies that have had to be forced to start um, remote onboarding for new starters, remote working for, for their staff. It's a, it, it's a challenging time uh, and it's interesting because there are so many people out there that say, oh, you know, same as me, I've worked remotely for some years now and, and, and for me, it's always been the norm, but it's not normal right now. Right. It's not normal at all. I've got my, my family at home and that creates different challenges right. um, in your daily work. And, and so when people sit there and say, oh, you know, here's how we've been working from home. And here's how we've had a remote workforce for the last two, five, ten years. It, it doesn't matter because this isn't remote work by choice. Right. And this isn't remote work as a norm. This is being forced upon people that right. are having to work remotely right. with a lot of different challenges. Now, I'd be curious to know, how did you get into this space? Um, it's a question I like to ask, ask people because you, when, when you talk to people in interviews with us, I find that we think of them in a vacuum, like they've always worked in recruitment chatbots, but recruitment chatbots are, seem to be a, quite a niche space right now. Um, I don't know how, um, are, they, are they a trend in the recruitment space like they are in marketing? Um, have they been around for a long time? or are they still relatively new? And if, if so, how did you get into it? Uh, were you in recruiting before uh, and you stumbled upon them? Yeah, pretty much actually. Um, so, so to answer some of those questions, so yeah, they're still relatively new. 
Um, there's been a lot of hype around chatbots in recruitment for the last three years or so, um, but they're still relatively new in terms of adoption. Um, adoption has been very slow because, um, because it's a massive change in the way that people do things. And so they like, recruiters like to make sure that things are tried and tested um, first. So, so there's a lot of testing, there's a lot of piloting that happens in order to get chatbots adopted in different organizations for recruitment. Um, so yes, it's still very relatively new. I see, um, I see a lot more adoption happening now. Um, and I think that's going to pick up pace over the next couple of years. Um, so how did I get into it? Really good question. So I've been in recruitment for about 15 years or so. I know you're probably thinking I started when I was you know, six because I'm obviously very, very young. Uh, but, um, but I've been in recruitment for a while uh, and about three years or so ago. Um, and, and actually, for the last half of my career, I've spent time working more as a uh, consultant to the recruitment industry, um, where I've been helping recruiters improve the way they do things using technology. Before I was in recruitment, I'm a technologist. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, um, I'm an engineer by trade, as my granddad would say. I'm a computer science graduate. So technology flows through me. Um, so where uh, I've been able to do things differently is I'm quite passionate about recruitment and about people and about giving people the right opportunities to succeed in life. And that comes through giving them the right job um, and helping them find the right career path. Uh, and I'm also very, very passionate about technology. So being able to push those two together has been really, really cool for me. It's probably the best way to put it. I love it. Um, so about three years ago, I stumbled upon this whole concept of chatbots because I was working, um, I was working in a project where I was running a large scale amount of recruitment for a, um, uh, a government client over here in the UK. And there was a lot of people being thrown at this process and thrown at this project. And I thought this must be a better way of doing this using technology. So I looked into it and thought, actually, this whole chatbot thing looks interesting. But at the time, it was very embryonic. Um, there weren't many vendors out there that specialised in chatbots for recruitment. Um, and if they did, they were very early stage startups. Um, but actually, about two and a half or so years ago, I got myself um, involved in a chatbot vendor uh, in a, it, that specialised in recruitment chatbots. Uh, and I worked with them for a couple of years, um, helping them build their, their market presence over here in Europe. Um, and then about six months or so ago, I uh, parted ways with that vendor and uh, went back to doing what I do best, which is consulting to the recruitment industry. But having spent the last two years previous to that working for a chatbot vendor, I know that chatbots in recruitment are a huge game changer. They're, they, they're, they can pr provide such efficiencies in the world of recruitment. So I've carried on down that path and I now work with various organizations on how they can best implement chatbots to get the most out of their processes, really. Awesome. Awesome. Um, well, thanks for talking to me today. Um, I think we're coming up to the end of our session over here. And it just strikes me that we haven't actually mentioned what the name of your, your consultancy or your company is. Uh, so do you want to you give, uh, give yourself... A, a, sh a shout out maybe uh, so yeah. our listeners know where they can uh, read up more about what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. So um, I call my consultancy people bots, um, but it's actually PPL bots, um, 
you know, text lingo. Um, so pplbots.com um, is where you can find out more about me. Awesome. Uh, and, um, and surprise, surprise, if you log on to that website, it's a chat bot. So um, right. feel free to engage with the, uh, with the bot on the site and um, feel free to get in touch um, if you want to talk more about chatbots in recruitment. Thank you. Uh, we will leave a link uh, to Mar Martin's website below uh, below this episode in the show notes. Uh, so do check it out. And actually, you just mentioned you uh, really quick before we before we end the conversation. You mentioned that you have a chatbot on your website. I'd be curious, what tool do you use? It's a good question. Um, I'm very agnostic when it comes to tools. I'm always playing around with different tools. Um, if some of my clients ask me to build something from scratch, I tend to use, um, I tend to use Dialogflow, Raza, um, even dabbled with, um, Watson as well. Um, for my own purposes, um, I tend to use, um, something quick and easy. Um, so I've used lots of different things. I've used you guys, I've used TARS as well. Um, and, and love what you guys do as well. Really easy to use platform. Um, so I tend to keep myself quite agnostic. It, it, a lot of a lot of the time when I'm working with my clients, they've already selected the vendor or the platform that they want to work with. So I just um, work with that really more than anything else. Gotcha. Okay. I think now we are finally ready to, <laughs> finally ready to end the conversation. It just struck me. No you, mentioned that you use a chatbot on your website. And I was thinking to myself, we make website chatbots too. I wonder who, which tool he uses. Um, well, thank you for speaking to us today, Martin. Uh, this has been a really informative conversation because as I mentioned at the beginning, um, the way you're using chatbots uh, for recruiting is very different than uh, some of the other um, ways, some of the other ways people have been using chatbots who, who've come on to this show. Um, so thank you uh, and stay safe. It, it's, I'm really glad that we could, we could get this interview redone. Yeah, me too. Me too. And thank you so much for inviting me on, Arna. I really appreciate it. Uh, and look forward to, uh, to having some follow-up conversations with you. Absolutely.